Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. WIA News for week commencing January 24, 2010. Brought to you by members of the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club, commonly known as SCARC. We have yours truly, young Noli, VK4NL, Gordon, VK4VP, Wayne, VK4WS, and uh, Robert, VK4FVMP, and Kirsty, no call yet. The club has linked repeater systems operating on 146.850 MHz at Mullaney and 146.825 MHz at Noosa, a 6 metre repeater on 53.7 MHz with a 1 meg offset, also at Mullaney. 70 centimetre repeaters on 438.075 MHz at Mullaney and 438.175 MHz at Noosa and an APRS Digi repeater at Radar Hill near Nambour. If you are in the area, give us a shout on one of those frequencies or if it's a Wednesday, drop in at 85 Godfrey's Road, Bly Bly, the old Toll Plaza building from about 10am for a social chinwag and get-together. Our general meeting nights are the first Tuesday of the month at the club rooms from 7.30pm and normally features a guest speaker. Well, thanks to El Presidente for that great introduction. Now it's on to the news. In this week's news, you'll hear Hobart VK7 to Norfolk Island VK9 on 2 metres, Australia Day and GB4VK, online logging program built for Intruder Watch, 3D HD TV, DX Magazine's 2009 Most Wanted Survey, the Haiti Earthquake, VK1 RAC Tidbin Villa Tower to close, researchers developed single atom transistor, remembering the unit men, Faraday. All up and coming in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia for week commencing January 24th, 2010. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Brisbane South and Northern Gold Coast areas, it can be heard on VK4 RGQ on 146.950 MHz at 9am Sundays. I'm VK4 FABR. This is Kirsty from the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club. Hobart VK7 to Norfolk Island VK9 on 2 metres. Rex VK7MO has told VK7 News of recent contacts made with the Norfolk Island de-expedition. Two metres to Australian mainland has proved to be more difficult, but though the use of the digital mode FSK441, a number of contacts were made to VK2 and VK4 with the longest distance being VK2 EMA at 1,999 kilometres. In the morning of Tuesday 11th of January, Rex heard a weak SSB signal, VK9NA, and exchanged report of 5-1 and 5-2 over this 2,403km patch. Digital modes that can take advantage of meteor pins or dig deep into the noise has been fundamental to the success of the expedition in working to the Australian mainland on 2 metres and 70 centimetres and the digital modes have paved the way to SSB contacts through showing that propagation is possible. 
From Norfolk to Broughton and H-A-R-A-O-A have organised to be on Broughton Island OC212 from the 5th until the 7th February operating as V12BI. QSL via VK2CL The Lincoln Shortwave Club in the UK will be QRV for an Australia Breakfast Day today, Sunday 24th January. The event is good fun, a fundraising event. The public turn up, hundreds and hundreds of them, and the Lincoln Shortwave Club will be putting an amateur radio station in the mix for this event, organised by their local council. They will use the call sign G5FZ, first issued over 80 years ago as 5FZ and also GB4VK, a special event call. QRV on 14, 18, 21 megahertz, conditions and sunspots permitting. Please help Lincoln and GB4VK to make the event a bonza day. The event is usually visited by the Australian Ambassador. It is taken very seriously in Lincoln. Lots of Australians did the BQSY from Lincolnshire to VK. Some even came willingly. Lincoln is twined with Port Lincoln, South Australia and they will make a big effort to talk to them as they recover from their ham radio losses in last month's bushfires. Silent Keys Fitting Memorial, Signet Folk Festival I can hear you saying already what is the connection with the Signet Folk Festival and amateur radio. Well, one of the many Saturday evening concerts called Justin VK7TW's Eye. It was the Tom Moffat Blues Concert at the RSL. Tom, now SK, was VK7TM and was well known in the Signet area and of course throughout Australia through his prolific technical writing and was an aficionado of blues music and a great supporter of the folk festival. The Signet Folk Festival organising committee last year decided that the blues stream of the festival be named after Tom. He would have been proud. The blues music was excellent. Another silent key, as recent as last Sunday, when we learnt that long-time Wyson Victoria Solwart Mark Dodds VK3ZR fell silent. Our condolences to the family from the WIA News family. VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. Hams across Australia. Hi, I'm Robert, VK4 FVMP. VK1, Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club, for the first time in many years, will be having a general meeting in January. This will be the day following Australia Day, this Wednesday the 27th at 7.30pm. This meeting is really just a chat night. Check your QSL cards, and if anyone wants to bring items that they wish to sell, then a small trash in Treasure Night as well. VK2. Next Sunday, the 31st, is the first trash and treasure for the year at the VK2 WI Dural site. Gates open at 9am. In the afternoon, the Homebrew and Experimenters Group will meet on site for their first meeting for this year. The Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club 2010 Field Weekend commences midday, Saturday the 12th of June, and concludes 4pm, Sunday 13th of June. Please note that this is still held on the Queen's birthday long weekend, but this year is the second weekend in June.
This year is the 35th, 35th annual field day. The, ve the venue for both these days, the Sea Scout Hall at Buller Street, Port Macquarie. VK3. ARK's Academy's next foundation course will be conducted over the weekend of 20 and 21st of February. Saturday, 9.30 start, 3pm finish. Sunday, 10am start for the exam session and you will be finished by 2pm. The training course will be held at the boardroom at Nutter Wadding. The course is free of charge plus tea and coffee are provided. Please contact John vk3ark at wia.org.au The Arrow Valley Ham Fest The annual Ham Fest of the Arrow Valley Amateur Radio Group is back on its usual date, February 28th. The Ham Fest opens at 10am and runs until 2pm. Entry fee $5 and booking fees are the same as for the last 10 years at $15 for an 8 foot table. Bring the family and you could perhaps visit the Hills Vale Sanctuary or go on to the Marysville for afternoon tea and check out how the regeneration of the town and bush is proceeding. On the 7th of February, the club is holding a recognition field day at the Frank Thomas Reserve to acknowledge the work done by many, many radio operators during the fires. VK4. Townsville Amateur Radio Club member VK4HBV David is skippering the Sahula on the Korean coast of Turkey. He is cruising the Aegean Isles until late next year and says if you visit the region, call him, that's David, on 0539-503-9532 and he'll arrange a friendly little cruise. And with all items you hear on the national news, complete details and contact advice is in our printed edition on the web at wia.org.au. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. This is Wayne VK4 WS. With the international news, with thanks to the RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Researchers developed single atom transistor. Researchers from the University of New South Wales, the University of Melbourne, and Finland's Helsinki University have succeeded in building a micro-sized transistor whose active region composes only a single phosphorus atom in silicon. The working principles of the device are based on sequential tunnelling of a single electron between phosphorus atom and the source and drain leads of the transistor. The tunnelling can be suppressed or allowed by controlling the voltage on the nearby metal electrode with a width of a few tenths of nanometers. In the recently developed transistor, all the electric current passes through the same single atom. This allows researchers to study the effect arising in the extreme limit of the transistor size. The results of the development of this transistor has been published in Nano Letters, that's a journal of the American Chemical Society. Pakistan's Minister for Information and Broadcasting has declared 2010 as the year of radio due to its extensive outreach and it being the cheapest source to disseminate information to the masses. The medium of radio has become the most popular means of mass communications around the world. But in Pakistan, radio is not given the attention it deserves, the minister said. The present democratic government is committed to freedom of the media and its promotion 
and would adopt measures to make the media flourish in the country in the view of its widespread coverage, he added. Declaring 2010 as the year of radio, he assures all government support to promote the mediums so as to highlight the policies of the government besides challenges facing the country. 3D HD TV. TV makers of the recent Consumers Electronics Show in Las Vegas reckon you could be watching 3D TV in your home by year's end. Most brands demonstrated 3D capable models, hoping to cash in on the recent success of the 3D Avatar movie. 3D already has agreed to standards, 3D capable Blu-ray players and movie and production houses plan to pump out 3D programming by the year's end. Sony and the Discovery Channel will partner a 3D channel and ESPN in planning SportsCenter's 3D content. DirecTV and Fox Sports are also developing 3D TV content. Will the cable players in Australia be up to speed? That's one of several questions here. Most TV brands are opting for full resolution, 1080p active shutter, non-polarised glasses to create the 3D effect. Now, as promised earlier, Region 3 disaster chairman, Jim Linton, VK3PC. The human tragedy following the Haiti earthquake continues. The high loss of life, injury and destruction unleashed on Haiti has been of a scale that almost defies description. The loss of communications again saw amateur radio used to provide emergency communications. Local authorities had planned for disasters. Haiti's had more than its fair share in recent years, but nothing like the earthquake. Before the quake, there were only three hams heard on air regularly from Haiti. All are reported safe. Reverend John Hanolt, Hotel Hotel 6 Juliet Hotel, was the first to make contact with the outside world on the 20-metre band, describing the scene in and near the capital Port-au-Prince during a series of personal phone patch third-party traffic contacts provided by Fred Moore, W3 Zulu Uniform, in the United States. While a number of radio amateurs have been prepared to travel to Haiti, the major barrier is that Haiti is a francophone nation, and to be of any use, fluency in the French language is required. Eight radio amateurs from the Radio Club Dominico, from neighbouring Dominican Republic, did reach Port-au-Prince to provide emergency communications and began testing their equipment at the embassy. But after gunfire hit their convoy, seriously injuring somebody, the radio amateurs decided it was unsafe and returned home. They did manage to set up two VHF repeaters linking the Haitian and Dominican capitals and these are being used very well by the Red Cross and Civil Defence. There are also late reports that two Venezuelan hams plan to use phone, data and SSTV on the 80, 40 and 20 metre bands in coordination with the military in support of Venezuelan humanitarian aid to Haiti. I'm Jim Linton, VK3PC, Chairman of the IARU Region 3 Disaster Communications Committee for the WIA News Service, VK1WIA. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. I'm Jeff, VK4ZPP, from the Gympie Communications and Electronics Group. In the Gympie region, you can hear the news on 146.800 and 146.850 MHz at 9am. 
news, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. With operational news, this is Gordon, VK4 VP. February 27, 28, NZART Jock White Memorial Field Day Contest. March 13-14, RSGB Commonwealth Contest. March 20-21, WIA John Moyle Field Day. August 14-15, WIA Remembrance Day Contest. VI3 KIAH Acknowledging Black Saturday Bushfires, 2pm to 8pm, local, Feb 7. DX Magazine's 2009 Most Wanted Survey has been posted on their website and published in the latest January-February 2010 issue. The survey that most DXs go by is now available on the web. Please see the text edition for the address. The top five most wanted are P5 North Korea, KP1 Navassa, ZS8 Marion Island, 3Y-B Bouvet, 7O Yemen. SY. For many years the prefix SY was standing exclusively for the DXCC entity Mount Athos in Greece. This was later changed to SV-A, but for many hams the SY prefix is still connected to Mount Athos, although every Greek radio amateur may apply for SY prefix now. This is a thorn in the side of the only radio amateur on the holy mountain, Monk Apollo SV2ASP-A. He asked DXs from all over the world to send an email to the Greek Licensing Authority asking them to stop this practice. At the moment, Monk Apollo is very active and ready because this mode is silent, it does not disturb the other monks. Frequencies are 1838 to 1840 kHz, 3580, 7038 and 10140 kHz, around 1700 to 2100 UTC. AM Transmitter Rally Building on the success of AM-specific operating events, such as the Heavy Metal Rally, First Wednesday AM Night, and the Antique Wireless Association's Amplitude Modulation QSO Party, organisers announced the AM Transmitter Rally taking place February 6 on 160 to 10 metres using standard amplitude modulation. This event is open to any and all radio amateurs who are running full carrier amplitude modulation, standard AM, and any type of equipment may be used. Although as a point system to encourage friendly competition, there is also an awards incentive for categories that showcase the relaxed, satisfying nature of receiving and transmitting conversations on AM. Broadcast monitoring, shortwave listening and scanner news. BBC broadcasts special lifeline programming for Haiti in English, French and Spanish. 1200 to 1300 UTC, 9410 kHz station HRI, 11860 kHz station GUF. Internews Country Director reports at least 12 radio stations broadcasting to the Port-au-Prince area and one national radio broadcaster are back on the air in Haiti. In addition, Internews is bringing in a dedicated 300 watt transmitter. Internews is also attempting to contact the 41 member network of community radio stations R-A-M-A-K, with whom it has worked in the past in order to assess not only their safety, but also the state of their station's infrastructure and broadcasting capabilities. 193rd Special Operations Wing of the US Air Force. In an unprecedented humanitarian mission, says some 50 airmen and three C-130 aircraft have departed in support of relief efforts in Haiti. Two of the aircraft are cargo aircraft. The third, named Commando Solo, is an airborne radio and television station providing important information to the Haitian people. 
1994, Commando Solo was used to broadcast radio and television messages to the citizens and leaders of Haiti during Operation Uphold Democracy. This is, however, the first humanitarian mission of its type for the wing. In operational news today from the Sunshine Coast, we look at Intruder Watch, the enforcement zone. Intruders reported here courtesy of the great work put in by IARU Region 1. 7 MHz is daily abused by numerous pirates, and in Region 3, Far East pirates, Indonesia maybe? In lower sideband and upper sideband, singing, laughing, and perhaps seem to be drunken. DARC report an intrusion on 3560 kHz at 1800 daily, the voice of North Korea. Region 1 have a great innovation on an online logging program built for Intruder Watch. Check it out when you read the text edition of this news at wia.org.au. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. Remembering the unit men. Hello, I'm Jim Linton, VK3PC, with another in the series of brief looks at those who made discoveries and have their names as units of measurement. Michael Faraday, born in 1791, was a brilliant, mostly self-taught man who entered science in an unusual way by working at a book bindery that allowed him to read scientific books. Then he began to attend lectures on many different topics but was particularly interested in electricity and mechanics. Faraday literally talked himself into a position of assistant at the Royal Institution in 1813 and later that year joined a scientific tour of Europe where he met André-Marie Ampère and other scientists in Paris. Exposure to those leading men of science during the 18-month tour had a profound influence. Through the work of others, the relationship between electricity and magnetism had been established, but Faraday took it further by converting electrical energy into mechanical energy and providing the first notion of magnetic lines of force. In 1831, he discovered electromagnetic induction, demonstrating that a magnet could induce electrical current in a wire. This English scientist initially had his surname Faraday as the old unit of charge, we now call the Coulomb, named after a French physicist who defined electrostatic force of attraction and repulsion. A shortening of Faraday gives us the Farad, the international unit of capacitance. Thanks, Jim. That's a great little series you're bringing us, Remembering the Unit Man. Let's look at what's on on Q News workbench this weekend. This is Wayne, VK4WS from the Sunshine Coast Emma Radio Club. This is a little hint from the NTARC's Jason VK7ZJA. Do you own a Nagoya NL770R dual-band mobile whip antenna? These neat little antennae have a spring-loaded folding joint in the base, but over time their owners may find that they'll fold over by themselves, usually when a truck passes going in the opposite direction. A very quick and easy solution is to use a bit of bare copper wire and jam this in between the two sleeves of this folding joint. This solution has worked well for Jason VK7ZJA and it should do the trick for others if they're having the same problem too. Media Watch. The group presenting this WA National News Service next month are on February the 7th, VK3, ARV, promoting Centre Vic Hamfest. February 21st from VK2, the CCARC, 
promoting the Wyong Field Day. Jimmy Porter, GI3GGY, on BBC Radio Ulster. The BBC have broadcast a show about Londonderry, radio amateur GI3GGY. The 30-minute show was called Call Sign GI3GGY, and the BBC's description reads, Jimmy Porter, a radio ham for over 70 years, tells Paul Moore about his passion, which led to his incredible life involving U-boats, Hollywood actors, and recording of Bloody Sunday. The show should still be available on the web. Jimmy, GI3GGY, is the longest-serving reader on the RSGB GB2 RS news service, and he puts out a strong signal across the UK and Europe from his station on 40 metres. He was associated with Radio Free Derry, which ran from 1969 to 1972, and his recording of military radio communications made in 1972 attracted widespread media coverage. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. On the Sunshine Coast, it's relayed on 146.825 and 146.850 at 9am. I'm Gordon, VK4 VP. For special interest groups, this is Kirsty. WW Special Interest Groups Repeaters. VK1 RAC at Billa Collimination Tower to close. CRARC has been informed that CSIRO NASA will be removing the collimination tower on Black Hill and returning the site to natural bushland as the facilities are no longer required. This means that shortly VK1 RAC repeater on 146.900 MHz will need to be removed from site. The CRARC committee is looking at procuring access to an alternate site for 146.900. Alan VK1WX is compiling a history of this and other repeaters in the area, so if you have any snippets, please let him know. WW Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio Emergency Frequencies IARU Region 3 megahertz. Summerland VK2 and Weissen events coming up include Horse Enduros, February 20-21st at Eden Creek the weekend after Summerland's AGM and that at then at Enduro at Compenhurst, 13 to 14th of March and 10 to 11th April tentative. Are you interested in learning more about D-Star and what this exciting new digital radio mode has to offer? Then visit the website www.dstar.org.au And there's also a well-established Australian D-Star news group. You can join the group from the link provided on the D-Star website as well as in the text edition of this news broadcast. Rewind, a look back in history. 50th anniversary of first UK 10 GHz contact. January sees the 50th anniversary of the first UK two-way contact on the 10 GHz band by G3BAK and G3LZ. After World War II, there were a few UK amateurs taking an interest in microwaves. Two of them began experimenting in 1949, and in January 1950, 
were rewarded with the first UK two-way contact on the 10 GHz band. Dez eventually migrated to Australia, where he carried on his microwave activities, mainly on the 5.6 GHz band, until his death in 2005. He was VK2AHC at first, but then relocated to South Australia as VK5ZO. His 10 GHz equipment for that 1950 contact with G3LZ consisted of a mains-powered Klystron transmitter-receiver and the path was just 1.75 miles across the Manchester Ship Canal. Of just as much interest was his use of 70 centimetres for talkback. At that time, even the 432 MHz band was for radio pioneers. Social Scene 2010 January 24, today in VK2 Mid-North Coast Amateur Radio Group's Radio Expo 2010 8.30am St John's Church Hall, McLean Street, Coffs Harbour January 30, VK4 Bunya Mountains and District Amcom host a Ham and Wine Fest 2010 at McLagan February 14, VK3 WIA 100 Centre Victoria Radio Fest No. 3 February 27, VK6 Hills Amateur Radio Group Swap Meet 2pm, Sanderson and Brady Road, Slesmerdy. February 28, Wyong Field Day, Wyong Racecourse. February 28 again, Yarra Valley Hamfest. Thanks for listening to the WIA News, brought to you this week from the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club. We hope you've enjoyed letting us bring you the news, because we certainly enjoyed recording it. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.